0: Dive in with code wingeeks 15 to save 15% off your first
1: order at Toink.com. to another episode of Wookie Radio. It is Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself. Mike, how are you guys doing? Not bad. Cold. <laughs> cold? I'm used to the cold by now. What's cold? Cold is 18 degrees this
0: morning. Oh. Wow. We've not gotten that cold yet. I think the coldest I've seen was mm-hmm. like
2: 28. <laughs> cold is... Which is actually not bad because they originally said we were supposed to be 6 degrees this morning, so... Uh, cold is 70 degrees. <laughs> I would go for 70 degrees.
1: Uh, our coldest is supposed to, hit, we're supposed to hit 39 in the morning on Monday, Monday the 19th. Yeah. <laughs> that would
0: be
2: warm for us.
0: <laughs> it's supposed to be mid, mid 20s over in the overnights for us. So but we're, we're also... you're a little bit farther north than we are, though, Derek. Oh, yeah. I guess
1: so. Just huh? uh. a touch. Yeah. I mean, we're supposed to be getting a lot of rain that is bringing major cold fronts in in the evenings. For us, a cold front for that's funny. <laughs> hey. Eric
0: and I are used to the the, the dreaded Arctic mm. air mass. <laughs> I may,
1: yeah, exactly. I may have to break out a jacket or a sweat weight. I do that now in the house. Never mind,
0: <laughs> sure. Eric. You don't have to worry about this thing called lake effect.
2: Yeah, you guys can sometimes
0: you get hit
2: pretty hard from that. Uh-huh.
0: Wait, well, the, it's weird because unless you live in this area, you don't realize Um, if you watch the weather patterns that are here and um, around the Great Lakes, I call it the Great Lakes sit and spin. The uh-huh. weather will come in and just start circling on the <laughs> lakes. It just kind of slowly move its way east as it's circling. <laughs> it just takes forever to get past. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I have experienced many Ohio winters. I used mm-hmm. to have a grandmother that lived up there.
0: We never know what we're going to get. I'm just—it's weird because I'm um I'm about forty miles south of Lake Erie, and what the snow belt of what what snow comes off the lake usually drops about ten miles north of me is the end of it. It's weird—the weird, the, weird yeah. bans- and the way it is. Yeah, really strong coming off the lake. It'll, it'll get to me, but it's weird because the snow belt is there's an actual line on the ground. If you're driving north on the interstate or something, you'll get to a certain point and all of a sudden you got three foot of snow.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like how here we uh we are there's a an interstate route 495 that cuts north to south through Massachusetts and they always say oh well, the coast is going to get you know blah 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 but what's the 495 that's me <laughs> is going to get hit with <laughs> Yeah. Well check out the homepage luckyradio.net
1: support our affiliates like biddy boomers. Use code WeebyGeeks for 15% off your purchase. It uh, doesn't matter if it's for a regular bitty boomer or a bigger boomer. Uh, also, too, use code Wookie for 10% off your lightsaber purchase at Rebel Sabers. And finally, as you heard uh, during pre-show, use code WINGEEKS15 for 15% off your purchase at Toink.com. And you, too, can get our Toink Pick of the Week there, which is Ken.
0: Since Christmas and um, New Year's is coming up like next week, uh, everybody's gonna be having their holiday parties. So, the centerpiece of all your holiday tables should be a geeky tiki Millennium Falcon punch bowl. Great choice! Mm-hmm. Great choice. ounce punch bowl it comes with, it of course, comes with Han and Chewy as mini geeky tiki's. Two ounce geeky tiki co- mugs of Han and Chewy. This thing it, like just that. It, it's done in the yeah. geeky tiki's. It's sitting on a, um, it sits on a base, up above everything else. Now, obviously, mean, it doesn't hold a whole lot in there, but it's enough to really make an impression.
1: Yeah, and it's not the only punch bowl Star Wars geeky tiki's that are out there.
0: Well, they have the uh, Sandcrawler right underneath it on the same page. But for
1: our sake, pick of the week is the Millennium Falcon one. That is going to be your pick.
0: Oh, I just saw there's a Dewback
1: one also. They yeah. have
2: a bunch of punch bowls.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. So. I like um, the one going to start off with some sad news. ILM sculptor that designed Davy Jones and Star Wars models, uh, Richard Miller, has passed away. He passed away on December 8th, just two days uh-huh. after his birthday. Uh-huh. So um, one of the biggest things from Star Wars that he designed was the iconic gold bikini. Ah, Missed <laughs> at this point. Yep. Uh, according, never- according to what Miller said in an interview, it was a slave costume. It was supposed to be skimpy. Uh, the reason why it was a costume like that is George said, we want to show that Princess Leia is growing up. Three episodes spanned a certain amount of time. <laughs> so she got more mature and that's why the slave costume was introduced. And the fans were also getting more mature, supposedly. And 15, 20 years later, a lot of people will come up to me and say, you made the Princess Leia costume? That was the best thing I ever saw as a kid. (laughs) Yep. The man is a hero. Yes, he is. He is also responsible for designing the Rocketeer helmet from the Rocketeer. Oh, cool.
0: Just saw a video about the Rocketeer the other day. Did you? Yeah, it's an underrated. Well, if you ever check out on YouTube, check out, um, I think, let me make sure I get the channel right. Give me a minute. Toy Galaxy was the original one, but that's not what it's called now. Uh, Maybe Secret Galaxy. To find out he does a bunch of videos on so, oh, 80s and 90s properties and things and his newest one was um, was from uh, the Rockets here
1: you you are right it's very underrated so um okay. is the
0: channel and um let me see here yeah I told you that it's all 80s and 90s properties and stuff well the let's see the last five videos he, he had one of um, it, Somewhat documentary style. He's got the Rocketeer, James Bond Jr., Fraggle Rock, Never Ending Story, Encyclopedia Brown, and DuckTales. That was the last, uh, what, five, six videos he's done? He's videos of everything. He has one on Captain Power. He's had uh, all kinds of Transformers, G.I. Joe, and everything else. <laughs> it's one of those, you guys could probably turn on this channel and just fall in on a rabbit hole for hours because he's been doing it for a couple of years. I
1: probably could. <laughs>
0: Uh, Captain
2: Power, I remember that. I had almost all the toys. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and Captain, I used to play with them with my, when I watched it.
1: Captain oh, Power, problem. I don't
0: remember. You don't remember Captain Power? Of- yeah, it was don't- a live-action TV series that um, had a toy yeah. line that could, with the, the, interacted with the TV show. Son it had flashing yeah. lights on the <laughs> screen every so often that you could actually shoot at.
2: Yeah. And then it would shoot at you, and sometimes uh-huh. you, you would blow up and your ship would you know, kinda of like the uh speeder bikes from Return of the Jedi, those toys where you hit the button and it explodes. I do yeah, the, um,
0: I
1: do not the captain, remember the series.
0: Well the captain power base actually at the top of the it was a mountain. And the top of the mountain actually was a gun that you shoot at T V but the front side of it had two like gun <laughs> emplacements that people could sit in. And if you got shot, one of those would explode out and your figure go shooting
2: across the room. Yeah. It was pretty cool at the time actually.
1: Yeah. I I don't remember this. But looking, it came out uh early, early nineties, maybe late real late eighties. Eighty seven. Ran from eighty seven to eighty eight, yeah. one season. I don't even know if you can watch it anywhere right yet. I don't know. Yeah, no I'm idea.
2: looking that
1: up right now. Well, while you're looking that up, uh we have hit the final week of star wars bring home the galaxy uh as black series and the vintage collection figures dropped this week um and some interesting announcements in that in this now while uh, there was a boba fett electronic mask it's a half mask uh mainly designed for kids uh won't be launched until so twenty twenty. It's, has- it's like a hask yeah um <laughs> won't launch until 2023, but you can pre-order it along with the figures and the Vintage uh, Black Series and Vintage Collection uh, starting, uh, you were able to start December 14th. In the Vintage Collection, hmm. Arc Commander Blitz. It's a Walmart exclusive. I don't remember who Blitz was, but I know he's from the Clone Wars. They show him uh, the picture I have on uh, comicbook.com. I'm share with you guys. I had that article up a second ago. Uh, oh, I have it right here. White armor with gray and yellow and double uh, uh, double shoulder papillons. I don't recognize him at all. I mean, he's cool looking. Just don't recognize.
0: Okay, Wikipedia. Our Commander it? Blitz. Uh, affiliations. He was from Rancor Battalion. Okay. Along with fellow commanders Colt and Havoc, the clone trooper during Clone Wars. See, I don't remember Colt and Havoc either. Yeah, hang on. I'm trying to figure out appearances. Uh, Clone Wars, clone cadets, and arc troopers episodes. That was his first appearance was in clone cadets.
1: Okay, so season two, uh, episodes one and two. Okay. If I remember correctly. I don't know. I mean, just a second and I'll pop over to it. Because I remember the story arcs. I just don't remember him. Three, episode one. Season three, episode one? Yep. Okay, so one and two of season three. All right. Because that's where we meet Clone 99 as well, who later becomes the inspiration for Clone Force 99. Yeah. Which later becomes the inspiration for Task Force 99 during the Empire. So, uh, Also, too, in the Vintage Collection, Boba Fett, Vintage comic art edition. So he's going to look like he, uh, the paint scheme from the old original, uh, Marvel comics. And then, um, vintage collection, Boba Fett comic art edition, which I believe is more of the modern look from the comics. Uh, black series wise, we have, uh, a Grimorian guard target exclusive and to round out, um, the gaming greats from GameStop, RC-1262, Scorch, the final Republic Commando. Ah, okay. Now, the complaint is, all the other Republic Commandos have uh, the plastic bubbles. This one's a full cardboard box. Hmm. Why couldn't they just the open window on this one as well? I don't know. Considering two of the other three came out when they were doing the, the full cardboard boxes.
0: I don't know why they have multiple different types of packaging for Black Series anyway. Yeah, Mm. I can see like an entire run of certain, um, like for a year. This this year's Black Series is on this style. This year's Black Series
1: is on this style. You know, I mean, there's no reason why the archives have to be on like a blister card.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Now, if you're going to do something like the original, the original figures for the different movies. It or for the anniversary, like the Mace Windu they did for the anniversary of the Clone Wars, then yeah, those, those one-off specials, cool. Because personally, I love my at driver on the Empire Strikes Back vintage card, six inch. Yeah, I, I love that look.
0: See, I like the look of on the vid, on the vintage card, but when they're in the box, why is there multiple different types a box? If it's in the box, do it in the box. Well, that's or the, do it on a, on a blister pack. One or the other.
2: That, that's that's the what's in
1: the box. That, box. Th- that's the problem that, that the collectors are having at the moment is <sighs> there's no rhyme or reason to what's going into a a plastic plastic window box and what's going into a full cardboard
0: box. The only thing I could think of that that would be the difference is. Um, Availability of plastic. It could be a supplier problem.
1: I don't know, because I th- I think it's but funny. Maybe I have the I have the Christmas wookie. It's a plastic window box. See, I need the pl-
0: I need the wookie. I have the um address, or the um, Scout Trooper. But again, it's a
1: plastic window box. Yeah, you know the what Halloween I ones the- came out in a full full cardboard box, no window.
2: Yeah, yeah the- but at, at least that. One is, you know, it's different holidays, so that could, you know, you could justify yeah. that way at least. So yeah. go with um, the way Super
0: 7 and some of these other um, premium action figure companies are doing it now with the actual uh, open up the um, window in the front where you open it up. It's got the Velcro tab. Yeah. So it comes in a full box, but you open it up. It's got the window inside of there. Oh, Yeah. You can open the right. front of
1: it. Uh, that's what my black chrysanthemum is. It's yeah. also what my Jackson is. And I'm okay with that.
0: It's one of those almost like, so if you want to like protect the plastic, maybe they're thinking about protecting the plastic bubble inside or something. That's fine. You can even close. Then when you, you
1: can open it up to look inside. Well, part, part of it is, is there Hasbro has been making this move towards the plastic free packaging. Yeah. And Which is
0: funny because they're making
1: plastic toys. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of the fans are complaining because I've heard stories of people have opened up was supposed to be a figure that shows on the box and it's a completely different figure and there's no signs of tampering at all it's just, it was, just ha- nice it was misboxed you would think that'd be something that would if it was plastic window it would be caught easier on the on the belts before it goes out not saying it still mm-hmm. doesn't it still wouldn't happen
0: the other thing with these and if you're looking down through these these are all um black series figures and just the drastic change difference in the different um, depending on where you're buying it, how much it costs. For everything from that um, Art Commander Blitz pre-order from Walmart is seventeen dollars. Yeah, but that's up to the Gamorian Guard here at thirty-four dollars from Target. Okay, but
1: thirty-four Blitz Blitz is a vintage. A vintage. It's yeah. three and
0: three quarter inch. Well, then okay, then it three and three quarter inch for seventeen dollars. Yeah also the Boba Fett's, the now, target yeah. Boba Fett's are at $21 for
1: vintage collection.
2: Mm-hmm. This is getting ridiculous. That's part of the reason why I don't really collect figures anymore. Yeah. See, I
1: would, I would love to get these two Boba Fets. I would love to get the old droids Boba Fett as well, because I, I believe I have a Boba Fett of the original vintage paint job from back in the day. Problem is, I don't want to pay just because it's vintage edition based on something from something I read from kit from being a kid. I can't justify paying that much when I'm paying 13 14 bucks for, yeah. a, <clears throat> for regular.
0: Now, you don't have as much of a selection, but I did discover GameStop runs a 50% off of clearance sales like every other week, it seems like. So, anything that's on clearance in their store is oh, like 50% nice. off the clearance price. So, I've been getting Black Series figures here and there. I mean, like I said, you don't get the same selection, but a lot of the stuff there ends up on clearance and you'll get them for like 10, 15 bucks.
1: Yeah. The problem is, for me, there isn't a lot there that I would want to, that they have on sale that I'm collecting anymore.
0: Yeah. Well, I got, I picked up um the Black Series armor and I, on the um, vintage card. Okay. So it was in the blister pack, and I got the um the night, gaming great night brother. And
1: both of them were like fifteen. If they put out the other um Republic Republic Commandos, I would do that and slowly build up the Commandos because I do love that game. Yeah. So I think I have that one on really? my I've not played it.
2: <laughs> I haven't played it in a while, but you know what? That reminds me. The other day, <clears throat> I went into Walmart. And uh, I was walking around and they had like, you know, Christmas displays by these toys. <laughs> um, and they had a Mace Windu and the packaging was so close. No, the packaging showed the the yeah, the the Tartoski. Yeah, the original Clone Wars series Mace. Yeah. But the toy was not the it was not in that style. Yeah, it was the standard mace. It
0: wasn't uh, um it didn't look like the old school clone wars mace. Uh
1: yeah. I thought no, the version was that like, was cuz I saw it and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." And then thought the version I saw that was out with mace had the uh clone helmet card back, not the not the micro series card back. Uh, well, give me just a second
2: here, let me. Not the one I
1: saw. If it's the clone series card back, I would be interested
2: if it looked more like the the maze. This one did not. None of them did. There was a couple of them there. Uh
1: I think that also is the one that comes with the uh clone lieutenant, the red Stripe oh. clone. It's the same way. I didn't see that
2: one. Uh let's look.
1: Um is it here? But other other things from Bring Home the Galaxy. Uh the desk I think this is here. Yeah. Give me a
0: minute. Let me drop this in. At. It is. A, it is. um He does have the clone armor on, but yeah, he had the of, armor. Looks yeah. like Sam Jackson. It doesn't. Right. It's not stylized Clone Wars version. Which, if it was, I probably would have got that. But yeah. But other than that, I mean, it's soft goods. It's a. It's a nice looking figure, but it just looks like the standard. It looks like yeah, yeah, yeah. the most like Samuel L. Jackson I've ever seen of a figure.
2: <laughs> yep. There it is. That's the one. Yeah, it's the and, um, then, if, and then the packaging. It's the Tadarski packaging. Yeah. From the yeah. micro series, and it's the Disappointing, disappointing. That series, but yeah, but they they but moder- they modernized the look. Piece. They modernized yeah. the look to it. yeah. I want one that looks like the Tadarsky. Looks like the package.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, from Lego, the Death Star trench run diorama Ooh. was announced. Yeah. Uh, from Lounge Fly, the Empire Strikes Back collection. Uh, from Mattel,
0: okay, let me drop. Draw- I'm dropping this in the chat just for you. Cause this is also on Walmart.com. Uh, from Mattel. What for? <laughs>
1: but go ahead. Sorry, Mike. Um, Star Wars Beskar hey. armor. It's um, the same one. I think you dropped the same one, Ken. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> um, but the Beskar armor Grogu plush by Mattel, uh, from Torrid, new plus size Mandalorian collection, uh, adult Grogu onesie. And cozy frog Embellished cardigan are among the few new plus plus size offerings. So
0: <laughs> that's weird. It's giving this. It's giving me the wrong link for some reason.
1: <coughs> I'll at least be able to send the picture over. Oh, someone's got the. That's the original figure. Yeah, yeah.
0: but you have it on Walmart.com for forty bucks or forty four dollars. It's
1: not bad. That's why. It's Forty-four dollars. That's not bad for for that time period. Okay, what happened? I got I got click happy.
0: <laughs> oh, I was wondering.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying that it's out there if you want it, Derek. <laughs> I'm sure you can probably <laughs> find it for a better price than that. Even forty bucks is not a bad price. Yeah, not not for not for that line. It's not a bad price. Any of the figures from that era are not bad. Hmm. Um, so good news, bad news. Patty Jenkins, no longer doing Wonder Woman 3.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's part of all the stuff that DC's doing a whole bunch of changing stuff. Yeah, they are. Tra- it's almost, it, it almost feels like when uh, Disney bought Star Wars and said, okay, we're going to put everything on the um, all the Legends off to the side and we can use them, use them later if we need. Right. And we're just going to have brand new going
2: forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they have any clean in-house. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, Hopefully some of it, because they said um, Gunn was saying that um, some of what everybody's heard is absolutely true. Some of it is Mm -hmm. absolutely categorically false. And some of it's about half true.
2: Right.
1: Well,
0: it was right, And
2: he did not specify.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It was said that Patty Jenkins walked away from Wonder Woman 3, which she came out on Twitter and posted this image of a letter that she wrote because she couldn't just do it all on one. Uh, post on, on uh, Twitter, she goes, sigh. I'm not one to talk about private career matters, but I will not allow inaccuracies to continue. Here are the facts. I originally left Rogue Squadron after a long and productive development process when it became clear it wouldn't happen soon enough and I did not want to delay Wonder Woman 3 any further. When I did, Lucasfilm agreed or asked me to consider coming back to Rogue Squadron after Wonder Woman 3 which I was honored to do so, so I agreed. They made a new deal with me. In fact, I'm still on it, and that project has been in active development ever since. I don't know if it will happen or not. We never do until the development process is complete, but I look forward to its potential ahead. When there started being backlash about Wonder Woman 3 not happening, The attractive clickbait false story that it was me that killed it or walked away started to spread. This is simply not true. I never walked away. I was open to considering anything asked of me. It was my understanding there was nothing I could do to move anything forward at this time. DC obviously buried in changes they are having to make, so I understand these decisions are difficult right now. I do not want what has been a beautiful journey with Wonder Woman to land on a negative note. I have loved and been honored to be the person who got to make these last two Wonder Woman films. She's an incredible character. Living in and around her values makes one a better person every day. I wish her and her legacy an amazing future ahead with or without me. Walking side by side with Linda Carter, an absolute legend and beacon of goodness and light, has been a thrill. I've learned so much from her and will cherish her as a friend and mentor always. My career has always been like family And we fought every day to keep the world, to give the world the best films they could. And Gal, Gal Gadot, where do I even begin? Gal is the greatest gift I have ever received in this journey. A cherished friend, inspiration, and sister. There are no words I can use to convey how magical she is. She is the walking embodiment of Wonder Woman in real life and a better person than the world can imagine. Never once in millions of moments have I spent with her did I see anything less she is a gift to the to this world and even more so to me. Lastly, but most importantly, thank you to the incredible Wonder Woman fans for all your love and support. Wonder Woman fans are not often the most visible in the media and online, but I want you to know we have always seen and celebrated you and your importance. You are first and foremost in our minds every day when we made the last two films. You are the best and most loving people, and I look forward to celebrating you. Thank you all for this wonderful journey. Keep up the Wonder Woman spirit, any day you, that you face struggles, try asking what would Wonder Woman do? I hope her beacon of love, truth, and justice is always there to lead the way for you as she has done with for me. So, it goes back.
0: Yeah, it looks like she's moving back towards Rogue Squadron again now, according to this. What do you guys think? Um, Believe it when I see uh, it. Rogue. Yeah. Lucasfilm over the last couple of years, anything movie-wise, especially, has been just a wait and see. They've announced too much, and this one's not. This is not an official announcement of something still happening. This is her saying yeah. that she's still developing. Right. And Lucasfilm never said it was dead,
1: as far as I know. Never officially said that the movie was dead. No, despite the fact that everyone online saying movie's dead. Yeah. Well,
0: that's. I think that's all rumor stuff. There's a lot of rumors out there. Taika Waititi's movie is dead, according to most, according to the internet. It's all clickbait. right' Johnson is never coming back, according to
1: the internet. But all this stuff's officially still in development. It's all clickbait. What, what do you want? I mean, you can only click, I mean, you can only put up with so much clickbait.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, until an official announcement is made, you, you can't buy any of this.
0: Yeah, I and mean, the thing is, when they cancel a movie, a lot of times, or when they drop it, usually, if you're not Warner Brothers, they don't usually make an announcement about it. Right. Warner Brothers seems to make an announcement every time they drop anything. Yeah. Which hopefully, moving forward with DC films, that's going to change. But
1: they're gonna. Uh, let's see. I Have to. Let's see. So, I
0: mean, I'm I'm optimistic. Hopefully, they um, do something similar to what we had with the Rogue Squadron books. We've talked about this before. Right. I love that series of books. I mean, I just re listened to one of the Rogue Squadron books on audio that we talked about a couple weeks ago, and, um, and it reminded me how good those were and how much fun they were.
1: Well, we also talked about, too, how we would love to, you know, we, we threw the idea out there of it being a series on, on Disney Plus.
0: Well, and also, I don't think we need it, it doesn't need to be Rogue Squadron. They've, ju- they've already started a series in the new canon that basically takes the same place and does the same thing as Ro- Alphabet Squadron. Right. It's very similar to what Rogue Squadron was. We've had, what, two books and two comic series out of it already?
1: Yeah. Uh, no. Had, uh, or is it just a comic series? Just the three books. Uh, the closest we got to a tie-in with Alphabet Squadron was Tie Fighter. Yeah, I
0: know that was. Uh, I think that yeah. actually was supposed to officially be a tie-in with the Alphabet Squadron.
1: Yes, but they only did five issues. They didn't do more than that.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I think it was always envisioned as a short run, a miniseries. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Oh. So um, this could also the Rogue Squadron movie could also tie in with the um, Star Wars Squadrons uh, video game. Yes. Or even Battlefront with some of the stuff they had with that.
1: Yeah, I think if it was inspired by both Battlefront and Squadrons, it would be pretty cool. New stories inspired by those games. So, um, Jedi Survivor gameplay trailer came out. Yes, it did. It looks pretty good. Yeah, it was. I think it's already on all of our
0: sh- short list anyway. Even before we, um, even before the trailer. Oh yeah. No, oh
2: yeah. Not mine. I can't play it. Why not? Oh, you don't have a PS5, do you? Nope. So you do not have an X gen system yet. It's Xbox PC. Series S is PC Is, always games. is it? I don't S, think, yeah. I don't think my little laptop would probably handle the game very well.
0: That's what I said. Pick yourself up a series S.
2: Mm. Well Remember,
0: I guess there is a small performance difference, it, but you're not gonna ever notice it. And the only difference is you don't have these right,
2: Yeah, I don't see I don't care about the slight performance difference. So I'd be fine with it. Are they uh easier to get than like the PlayStation 5, which is still impossible to get right now? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good. I'm gonna have to look into that then. Well, Cam- Cameron
1: Monahan, uh who plays Calcastus in the games. Is open about the idea of playing Kyle Kestis in a live action capacity, which is great considering he practically looks like the character. They modeled the character directly after him.
2: Yeah, I was going to say they they did. They, that would be because they modeled the character after him. Um, so if that were to happen, how would you wanna Would you wanna see him in a movie or a series? What do you think? Depends on
1: the time period they put him in. If if they want to put him, if if they say he survived everything with the original trilogy, then why not put him in one series with that takes place post post Return of the Jedi? Like maybe have him appear in a couple episodes of Ahsoka as a new as a new ally.
0: I don't know if they'd let it, if they'd put him out that far, because then it's yeah. then you you have to guarantee that he's going to live that long. And if they're telling them, but now I could see them doing a, I'd, I would love to see a series, but it, I think it would have to be mm. somewhere in the time frame of when these games are, or in between the two games.
1: We could potentially see him so show up in Andor.
2: Versus, yeah. Well, but that way you can also tell. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a five year difference between the two games. So, yeah.
0: But also the games are supposed to take place closer to the original or closer to the um, original trilogy, aren't they? Or the prequel trilogy, aren't they? I don't remember how far out they were. Uh, they're
1: only like yeah, closer to Solo. I don't remember.
0: I, yeah, I, great. Great.
1: I want to say they're closer to uh, Solo Kenobi
0: yeah.
1: timeline. So still having them show up potentially before um, A New Hope, a Rogue One is possible, especially if we see them in the first. Either in the first three or second three episodes of Andor. Especially if, if there's a connection there with Saw. Yeah but I would I would figure they would give him his own series possibly. I, I think I think doing a Star Wars Jedi series that takes place after Survivor, depending on what happens to him in Survivor, mm. would be right. ideal.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm because I do believe the character is popular enough. Yes. To warrant his own series. And could you imagine seeing a live action BD1? Ah. Uh, uh, that would be
1: cool. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Wait, where else did we see a BD droid? Was it one of the animated shows or was that actually in like Kenobi? We saw a live action or we saw a BD droid somewhere else in the last year. Yes. Yes, we did. Because all of us geeked out about it. Was it one of the live yes. action shows? Was it in Kenobi? Uh it was sometime recent. That's why I'm thinking it was possibly either Kenobi or Visions. Or not Visions, um Tales of the Jedi, maybe?
1: Uh, maybe, maybe Tales from the Jedi. I don't think it was in Kenobi. Closest we got in Kenobi was Loma. I don't Remember? I want to say it was Tail I wanna
2: say Tales from the Jedi. I know we definitely did see one, you're right. I remember that. Our old brains of fog. Wow. It's getting
1: close to the holidays. Well, the gameplay feature. Hints at some new some new stuff, such as apparently with the pre-purchase bonus, it will provide Cal with Obi-Wan-inspired skins, including a Hermit Cosmetic and Hermit Lightsaber set. Um, okay. Which, but the most interesting inclusion is the Combustion Blaster set, particularly since Hal didn't use any blasters in Fallen Order. So maybe this changes in the sequel. Will he
2: use both, Saber and blaster. Perhaps he is forced to for some reason.
1: Hmm.
2: Well, maybe, yeah, if he's back
1: in hiding. Well, Kenobi was forced at one point too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And let's think about Mm -hmm. Kanan. He was forced to hide his saber and use use a blaster. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, uh, blaster combat would definitely be an interesting addition to the game. Yeah. Uh, While as much as I would love to stick with the lightsaber as well, there are times there are, I wish I had a blaster in Fallen Order. It would have made a lot more, <laughs> my, a lot more easier to take out some opponents at a distance. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: You get uh, Indiana Jones. Em.
1: Yep. Um, and every time we've
0: seen a Jedi at, after Order 66, they've always used a blaster at some point.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Now there's also, um, Survivor takes place five years after the events of Fallen Order. And to learn, and fans are looking to learn more about the gap of time. Uh, can check out Star Wars Jedi Battle Scars, which is set to release March seventh. Uh, Battle Scars will reveal exactly what Cal Kestis has been doing since the previous game's conclusion. And it is suggested that uh, since Survivors releasing that same month, um, there hasn't been an official announcement yet. Well, yeah, they did announce it's coming in March. Yes, yeah, well.
2: there's. They did, yeah.
1: So, and the cool thing is there is a special pre-order, and we talked about this on Weebie Geeks. If you're willing to spend 300 bucks... A lot of money. You get the game, a steel book, a certificate of authenticity, and a special magnetic closure box that holds the latest Cal Kestis Legacy Lightsaber. Yes, I said legacy because it's made by the same folks... That makes them for the Disney parks, and we'll use the same lightsaber blade that's sold at the parks.
0: Nice. Now, does it come with
1: a blade? No, blade not included.
0: So you get you buy the toy, then you have to st- you still have to go to Disney World to get your blade.
1: Oh, uh, no. Sometimes they sell the blades <laughs> on uh, Shop <laughs> <laughs> Disney. <laughs> True. So,
0: or you may got to make friends with someone who happens to be around Disney sometimes.
1: I have no clue who you may be talking to I wish about. I knew somebody like that. I, I, I know. I wish I knew someone, too. Um, I need to ask one of you guys to potentially discuss the Season 2 trailer for The Bad Batch. Oh, boy. I watched that a, long, a while ago. Did you know not watch it, Mike? It. I did. It's I'm having issues with my dentures. <laughs> ah. Well, we could play it. No, I prefer not to. I don't want to get into copyright issues Ah. Well, it's actually, it's really cool.
0: It starts, it's interesting because when it first starts out, you don't know what's going on because you're on this beach. It looks like it could be Scarif or something. And then you get these giant crab things coming right now. And then you find out, oh,
2: the Bad Batch stole something and these crabs are chasing them around. It's also, because of that, it's also a lot brighter than anything we saw in the first season. Yes.
0: But then we get into, they're still pulling doing jobs for Sid. And um, we get the first guest star for the season. It is introducing them to someone else who's hiring them from a job. And we find out it's Wanda Sykes is guest starring in this as one yeah. of the clients. And you get into a lot more of um, what we've seen from Bad Batch, where they're um, on the run, trying to hide from the Empire, deciding what's the best way to do things. Um, there's one point they're on a Star Destroyer bridge, so they're stealing something from a Star Destroyer. We find out it is on January 4th is when we're getting this, yep. which is awesome, because this one, that's going to lead directly into Mandalorian Season 3, which starts in March. Mm-hmm. Yes. And actually, there's going to be like a one- or two-week crossover on that also, because I believe March 1st is when we're getting Mandalorian. And this has two or three weeks in March. But um, there's a lot of back and forth stuff you don't know. We do see – and um, the Wookiee that's in this, is that the youngling that was um, – Yes. Is that the one from yep. the Clone Wars?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so we get to see a Jedi. I don't remember his name at all. I'm looking it up right now. Um, but you get a lot more. Omega is definitely 100% part of the team now. She's not just tagging along as she goes. You see, Crosshair is still 100% for the Empire, no matter what. Because one of the, one of the um, clone commanders that's now a commander. Trooper commander uh, talks about how a lot of the clones start ta- have been talking about how Order 66 may not have been a... Um, may not have been legal or a good idea, and Crosshair tells us straight up, well, then they're as much of a traitor as the Jedi were. so He is still on program the whole time. We had a lot of talk about peace, which is um, of course um, not what anybody in this show wants. <laughs> uh, you do get to see mm-hmm. Bail Organa, so he'll be in this season. And towards the end of the trailer, we get a hollow of Rex. Yeah. So Commander Rex is going to be in here hiring Clone Force 99 to do something.
1: Uh, Gunji is the name of the Wookiee Jedi.
0: Okay. Um. And then when you get to the end, the only part I had a problem with this trailer at all is I don't think um someone in Disney marketing doesn't understand uh, who watches these things because this is the first time it, uh, it says straight up at the very ending the uh, just a generic Disney narrator comes in and says parents this starts on January fourth like okay your kids are gonna be watching
1: this <laughs> so <they'll> be- yeah. <laughs> Like, Wait a minute That's Hello? the first
0: time ever on Lucasfilm Anything Lucasfilm has done uh, Made it look like this was directed Directly at children by them doing That's that. a little weird well, and I, think that, I think that was added on by Disney Plus Because if you look at when they do that It's when the Disney Plus logo pops up Or the Disney logo right. So I'm thinking Disney mm. Plus added that To the end of this trailer Lucasfilm didn't put
1: that on here I know for me I'm one of those kids that they're saying Parents <laughs> Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I want really, to also-
0: huh? <laughs> Yeah. Well actually if you watch this show, there's a lot of parents that might look at it. there are a section of parents that could look at this and say, wait a minute, I don't know if I want my kids to watch this yet. Because this is a very much an action oriented show. It's really for older kids. Right, and there's nothing that I would say is um, not okay for younger kids, but little kids may not pick up on a lot of the stuff that's in this. Like especially the first season, there was plenty of stuff in there that was not adult story, but it was more mature. Um, uh, what like emotional age? A lot of stuff. Yeah. That, uh Older kids, and you can tell they're aimed at um, like kids over twelve, with the way right. the storytelling and things are. I mean, there's nothing that was gonna. um yeah be offensive to little kids or anything but
2: but the story is a little not, a little more mature yeah a little darker it's not than resistance. no thankfully oh yeah and um, comicbook.com actually
0: their story they have for this has um a listing of all the episodes so on January 4th we're actually getting episodes 1 and 2 and then when we get to February 8th we actually get episodes oh, 7 and 8 both nice and it goes through all the way to um, March 29th. We get another double episode. That's the um, final two episodes, 15 and 16.
2: It goes all the way to March 29th.
1: Yeah, it's three months. Ooh, I, so, thought, I thought it, I thought so we, we were getting get we episodes. Double check that again. I thought we were also getting uh, double episodes at the halfway point.
0: Yeah, as I said, February 8th, you get one and two on the f- January 4th. Then one episode a week up through February 8th. You get seven and number seven and eight. Then um, for the rest of February, all the way up into March, uh, um, you get one episode a week until you get to March 29th, ninth. You get fifteen and
2: sixteen. So it's going to be a good chunk there, where where Bad Batch and Mandalorian are coming out at the same time. Yeah, four weeks or five weeks.
0: Yeah, nice. But some of the guest stars that um, Wanda Sykes is not the only guest star this season that they've announced. Um, let me go up to the top of here. It has um, now it has regular real Pearlman is coming back as Sid. I had almost forgot she was in it. Um, Wanda Pikes is the other big name that I recognize as Fee uh, Genoa, which I uh, it's the new character as far as I know. And then I guess Oshir um, Dala or Dalal is going to be Vice Admiral Rampant Rampart, and uh, I guess there's from um, it's Pony and the Owl House, whatever those are. Uh, but if you listen to the trailer, I could have swore in the mid towards the end of it that I could have swore I heard um Kate Mulgrew in there somewhere. Sounded like maybe somewhere too. Sounded like it. I mean, it's Bad Batch. We're gonna watch it. I, I've watched every episode of Clone Wars, I've seen all of um mm. the Rebels, all of Resistance. Yes, yeah, and actually, I didn't, I had a fun time with Resistance, but it's one of those you had to sit back and just let it be a fun time, is you're not gonna get much else out of it,
1: yeah. I mean, if if you were, it was definitely one of those, as much as I enjoyed the, the show, if you had, if you were expecting more from it, you were disappointed. Yeah. But I loved what they did with season two more than season one. Yeah, I agree. I thought season two was much better than season one. Now, we
0: saw Bail Organa and Rex in this trailer. What's the chance that Ahsoka might get a cameo in this? Because we know at this point it's she's possible. already working with Bail. And Rex,
1: if wherever Rex is at, Ahsoka's not that far away. True. It's possible. We haven't heard anything from Ashley, and but Ashley's really good about keeping the secret.
0: Is that, well, That why do you think they keep bringing her back? <laughs> if you can't keep your mouth shut, you don't get to stay <laughs> <it> on.
1: Well, <laughs> another reason why they keep bringing her back is because Ashley is probably, acting wise, one of the greatest ambassadors <laughs> Disney has for Star Wars. Yeah. So
0: And this would be a good, um a great place to remind people of Ahsoka right before the Ahsoka series, which is coming sometime next season or this next is true. year. This is true there, I mean, all the rumors, the top rumors out there is that it will get it next summer sometime. Yeah. Next year is looking like it's going to stack up pretty, pretty high on what, how much stuff we're getting. Yep. I mean, we'll cover some of that next week, but. It's like we already know uh, Bad Batch and uh, um, Man- or Mandalorian are back-to-back at the very beginning of the season, the year. But we got at least right. two or three other shows that are supposed to possibly drop next year. Yeah. I also saw a rumor somewhere. Are
1: we supposed to be getting a Visions Volume
0: 2? Yes. Yep.
1: And it I don't may- remember that being announced. It was talked about. and I never it was I rumored- watched the whole first one yet. It was rumored. And then the rumors kicked even heavier after um, the Grogu or after the Lucasfilm studio Ghibli. Ah, okay. Came out, and that studio Ghibli may be doing all of the next uh, season of Visions, Heck, considering they weren't they weren't involved. That in,
2: I would be interested in,
1: considering they were not involved in Visions at all the first time. Yeah.
0: See, I, I like anime mm-hmm. and stuff, but I've seen I've seen four, two or three or four of the um, Studio Ghibli films, and it's weird. It's one of those hit or miss for me, absolutely, because I'm more of an action anime guy. And Studio Ghibli, most of their stuff is not that. Right. True. They're cute and they're fun. Stuff. They're, a lot of their stuff, I'm like, I don't know, it just doesn't hit for me. Yeah, but that's not just thing. Uh, that's cool. That's, well, that, that's the one thing that's different about animation in Japan, is they have every type of um, entertainment you can have in a movie, they have in animation. So they have stuff that's just a slice of life, like a yeah. drama, like regular life drama. And it's, it's like, mm-hmm. for me, I grew up in the 80s. I need action cartoons.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's got it's, it's, Well, it's, they also it's, did have you know, some of the best ones back. of our childhood. Yeah.
0: E-Man, even like Silverhawks and all that stuff. It's like, I need something happening.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, uh, I don't have any other stories, or able to find any other stories.
0: I did see a rumor. I, it may be a hundred percent rumor though, that um, I guess uh, Skeleton Crew is actually having some issues. Okay. The, the, uh, some filming issues. Hang on. It's combo.com has it. I'm not. I'll, I'm just skimming through the story real quick. It's a short one, but uh, we know Skeleton Crew is already on the um in front of cameras right now. Yeah. But supposedly it has um, it's. According to a new report from somewhere, according to comicbook.com here, Skelter Crew has had a rocky time of pencil photography with excessive crew turnovers and logistical problems. Interesting. Uh, making, mm. making Star Wars had this so you can take it from where you want to take it with it because sometimes some of their stuff is there. Some of it is way out in left field. They're, de- they're definitely a rumor site. I'll let, you, I'll let everybody know that now, but um, supposedly, according to Making Star Wars, it suggests that sources quote-unquote told them that crew members uh, felt unappreciated, disposable, and disrespected, according to this. I don't know.
2: Really? Hey, uh, that seems...
0: So we never know. I mean... Just
2: really like I said, to I, there's not been any
0: word um, at all officially out of anywhere. Right. But... It's like that that would not be good if it because we're supposed to be getting this one next year also.
2: Right. Well, yeah. But if Cal Kestis like that you probably wouldn't get a beneficial yeah. word on. Well, the, this is another one that they have
0: luckily not said when they're supposed to release it.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, if Cal Kestis survives Jedi Survivor and does potentially go to uh um and lives beyond Return the Jedi. Skeleton crew may be an interesting place for him to show up. Possibly. Not saying, that well, I'm to, saying. Um, yeah. Well, Kathy Kennedy
0: um, th- were telling uh, at Celebration said about Skeleton crew, John Watts came to me very much wanting to do a sort of Goonies in Star Wars. Needless to say, I'm going to say yes. And so it's just evolved out of that kind of enthusiasm and wanting to tell stories in space in this space. So and, and they keep saying over and over again that if you like Goonies and movies like that, that's this is the type of show for you.
2: Yeah, I'm not exactly sure how to take that. I'm yeah, not either, know. but just I'm
1: liking uh, the idea of Skeleton but Crew. I do, where, I do love the Goonies, but I'm just liking the idea of misfit kids in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, I mean those were some of the f- most fun episodes we saw in uh, in Clone Wars, or or even you know any of the animated series. Know when they would do something with Clone Wars or with Rebels, even you know, where they had the one group that had the ship, you know, that was the uh, uh, the one commander's nephew or something. I, I I think the you know they they always made for oh and and it, yeah I know what you're talking about they always made for entertaining episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, this sounds like something that would uh, would be something I would absolutely treasure. So.
0: Oh yeah, well, that's like um, staying on Disney Plus for a minute. Even today, uh, you, we recorded this a little bit early, so I actually had to stop um, what we were gonna do because we we found out I didn't. It snuck up on me. I didn't realize it dropped today. The um, National Treasure shows out. Yes, great show. We watched the first episode, and I was get, we about five minutes into the second episode. We told me we were recording early. I'm like, crud! I can't finish this episode, <laughs> but. It, I'm, I found myself watching that first episode with a giant grin on my face. Because yeah. it's just, it's an adventure. Yeah. Which is what Goonies was, what a lot of this stuff when we were a kid that we love. It's just a straight adventure. It's not going to save the world, it's yeah. not going to change the fate of anything, but it's just a fun adventure story. Yeah. And I always thought that's what Star Wars needs to be.
1: Well, and I, I will tell you too uh, with this series, uh, the the National Treasure series, if you're expecting, um, if you're if you're expecting this to be like the films, it's not at the moment. It's
0: actually, I felt it felt very similar to the films to me because it was all about puzzles and stuff.
1: Right, but it, it doesn't have the same same vibe as the films. It's it's totally different. I felt. I mean, there there's some. I thought, I thought there's some inspiration, but yeah because it's all still about the freemasons it's
0: about um yeah. treasure hunting it's it, this is <laughs> the only thing different is that it's not nick cage
1: it's a group of of um like college kids which i am so happy it's not nick cage <laughs> not that i don't like nick cage in those films i would love a sequel and another film i'd like to
0: see um i'd like to see a cameo at some point
1: possibly uh supposedly um the
0: other guy, the guy that played Riley,
1: I think, is yes. supposed to have a camp in here somewhere. Uh, actually, but Harvey
0: Keitel's in the first
1: episode. Riley's supposed to be supposed to have a major role in the show. Well, he's not in the first episode. He, uh, I could tell you, he's not in the second episode as well.
0: Yeah, like I said, but Harvey Keitel did make it for the first episode. Yeah, but yeah, if you can, if they can, um, get a feel of just the adventure part of Goonies and the kids going on an adventure, that that's all you need.
1: Any final thoughts? I think that was mine. Derek? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Nope, I got (laughs) nothing. Well, then, there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal.
2: All right, cut the chatter. Jax, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. Ah! I have placed
1: information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2.